This is the Prima Fetishista. You're listening to the Fetish Dynasty podcast. Welcome, Kingsters. This is episode two of the Fetish Dynasty podcast. Coming up is an interview with Purple Wonder and Nafwi of FetLife and Rubber Pal fame. But first, some quick notes on the inaugural podcast, as well as some teasing about what's to come in future episodes. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. This is Fetish Dynasty. Before our feature interview, I would like to thank everyone who gave the first podcast a listen and signed up to the RSS feed. This episode would have been released last week, but my voice took a double hit as a result of a cold and screaming myself hoarse at Roger Waters The Wall in Vancouver. Unbelievable show. I have many more episodes planned and interviews lined up, so if you are ever wondering when the next one will come out, just give it another week. The next podcast will feature an interview with the popular latex designer and sheet latex distributor from Canada, and after that I hope to speak with a European kinkster who has just released a book. Coming up after the break, a chat with two kinky Brits about their fetish journey, their relationship with regard to rubber, and some other topics you will surely want to hear. Don't touch that TENS unit. Purple Wonder and Nafwi are a couple living in England who have really taken fetish and latex lifestyle to heart. It's a classic tale, really. Boy meets girl. Boy kisses girl. Boy tells girl that he has a fetish for rubber. Boy dresses girl in a cat suit. Girl loves it and goes on a mad internet shopping spree and buys more outfits than she has time to wear. Sound familiar? They are genuine, friendly, smart, charming people who take their fun very seriously and have developed their own underground fan base through sharing photography on FetLife, Flickr, Rubber Pal, and the like. I am very pleased and honored to call them friends. I spoke to them recently, and here's what we had to say. So welcome to the Fetish Dynasty podcast, Purple Wonder and Nafwi. How are you both doing this evening? Hi, fine. We're good. Good. That's excellent to hear. Uh, so we'll just get right to it. Uh, I've... Where did your nicknames come from? I'll let you go first. Mine goes back a long time to um, a girlfriend's mother who couldn't actually pronounce Nathan, so it just became Nath. And then in the end, she couldn't pronounce it either, and it became Nafwi, and it just kind of stuck. And it's been going on for years and years now. Yeah. Like, we're talking like 10 years that long? Uh, 15, 16 wow. years ago. Cool. And uh, and where does where does purple wonder come from? Besides, <laughs> okay, one of my first dresses that I bought when in latex was purple, which is on my profile. It's the like the Dolly Rocker one from Breathless. Right, that was one of the first ones I bought, and I think it's because when I first wore it, I felt like a bit like a superhero. Mm-hmm. So you know, you get like I don't know, what's a superhero name it's got wonder in it i'm just trying to think of one now now i can't think of wonder one. woman <laughs> Wonder Woman. yeah there we go so um yeah purple wonder kind of originated from that i don't know really i think it just i think you said one day you're you're like a purple wonder and it kind of <laughs> so yeah it fit okay i yeah i mean it's funny to you know know people for a while and they're eventually their nicknames they don't you don't even think about them anymore but but uh, it's, it's cool to find out where they originated from. 
Yeah. So uh, I'll leave it. Uh, you guys can both um, respond to this one if you want. But uh, how did you discover your passion for rubber clothing and kinky play? How, how far back does it go? Well, I'll let him go first again. Uh, I would say probably about six to seven years of age, looking through the back of the tabloid newspaper, shall we say, and there was all sorts of adverts in the back for various kinky magazines and stuff. And at the tender age, I just sort of looked at the pictures and was curious. And as I got my paper around, 13, 14 years of age, I sent off pretending I was 18 and got the magazines through and uh, <laughs> sort of been hooked ever since, really. Yeah. So how how long ago are we talking? Not not to not to date you, but <laughs> around what year would that have been? Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was about twenty four, twenty six years ago. Yeah. So yeah, way way before anything was even anything online was even invented. Really, pretty, it's pretty much been into it as long as I've been alive. Put it that way, just to make we <laughs> even older. Yeah. Into it before I even realized what I was into. Yeah. It didn't really understand what it was all about. So how Only... long, sorry, how long did it take before you kind of started to realize that this was more than just a private personal thing that you didn't understand? Uh, probably about 16 years of age, I started to properly get into um, latex and rubber, went to the Skin 2 shop in London with now a very ex-girlfriend and her 18th birthday present was to buy her a latex dress and opera-length gloves. So it took about another 10 years yeah. between first started and where I eventually got into it, shall we say. Yeah. And did, what was, can you remember that experience pretty clearly when she put it on for the first time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can remember it. He's got a big smile on his face. <laughs> was, it, was it just like, yes, this is exactly what I was expecting? Or do you remember... What you were thinking? Uh, better, better than I expected. I remember walking into the shop and smelling it for the first time, and yeah. it was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, I know that that smell. I've walked into a few um, latex kind of garment factories, and uh, you just walk in, and it's like this. I don't want to call it pungent because that's sort of it has a negative connotation, but it's just so thick and just I don't know. I guess you have to be a fetishist to understand what it's like, but it's. It's like it's an instant aphrodisiac. Yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. So, and then uh, after you did that, did you sort of start to, you know, really start buying a lot more stuff, or did you sort of just use that for a while? How how quickly would you say you became a, a serious hobbyist? Uh, bought quite a lot of stuff back then, but mainly for her. Mm -hmm. um, but then relationships turned sour, as everyone well knows, and uh, I dropped out of the scene for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So it be probably four or five years ago that I really got back into it again and yeah. started to buy quite heavily. Right. And what was the first sort of big thing you bought yourself? Was it a cat suit? No, that was back when I was sort of 18 to 20. That was a pair of jeans, latex jeans, but I outgrew them quite quickly, in fact. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to think back about how much money you've probably spent on clothing, eh? Too much. Yeah. So, and what about you, Purple Wonder? What's your what was your the genesis of your fetish journey? 
Um, I'm still relatively new to all of it. Um, probably, I mean, in my previous relationships, there wasn't really kind of any kind of kink or bondage really involved. Um, none of my ex-partners really wanted to know. So, um, I don't know really. I mean, I, I guess it was probably always in me, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just having someone to bring it out of me. Um, and I think that person was... Nathan really I mean start off with I think it was more kind of the latex that's what I liked and I remember trying it for the first time and being like wow this is awesome um because it's something that kind of you know it's is quite a big stigma I think still attached to it mm-hmm. and yeah when I tried it for the first time I was like oh, actually it's not kind of as seedy and as like horrid as what you think it's gonna be and I actually felt really really sexy um, so I kind of got into the latex side and rubber clothing like in a big way and I think I just went a bit mad and started buying lots of stuff myself. You still have gone a bit mad. Yeah, I still had <laughs> quite a lot. Um, <laughs> then I think kind of when my relationship with Nafwi started, um, I think the other side kind of kicked in and, you know, the two and two, I think, go hand in hand. I don't, I think it's very difficult to kind of like one only and not the other mm-hmm. uh, I think as soon as you kind of put on some latex outfit you start to feel either kind of dominant or submissive and you know other things kind of follow on from that and vice versa I think like when you're doing kind of bondage play I just think the whole adding latex to it enhances the whole thing so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's uh, well you're getting you know you're dressing for pleasure right you're putting on a specific clothing to, you know, add to the whole, um, I don't know how you describe it, the, the fantasy of the, of the play. Yeah. Yeah. So would you, would you say that you have a, like a sexual fetish for latex? I think I do. I really like it, but I'm quite obsessed with it, (laughs) especially stuff. I'm just laughing. I don't think I need to answer that. Uh, well, no, yeah, I know you're hopeless, <laughs> just as I am. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I... No, I, I think it's such a massive part of my life now. I don't think I could be without it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm old and wrinkly. <laughs> That's when it comes in handy. Yeah, yeah, it covers you up, doesn't it, and holds yeah. it all in. Yeah, like Miss Miss Kitch said, it just sort of. Um, pulls you in in all the right places <laughs> yeah and you could have an 83 year old wearing a complete te outfit and you could have a 25 year old wearing a complete te outfit and i'm with a hood on and i bet no one would be able to tell whether yeah. one's 83 and one's 25 yeah if you're fully uh rubbered up for sure so so what are your favorite outfits on each other you want to go first do you want me to go first? I'll, I'll let you think because I've got quite a few. Yeah, that, I'll come back to you in half an hour. Okay, okay gotcha. See what mine is of, of Nathan's. Um, I I really like his jeans that he's got, the latex jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably I'm just trying to think of a shirt, which is my favourite. Probably, probably the pink one, baby pink shirt. And he's got like a matching jacket mm-hmm. that go with it. Well, that really goes with the trousers. But I, when I said jeans, I meant trousers. But yeah, his like his three-piece suit kind of thing. 
Right. I really like that. It's like poor. Yeah. Why? Why do you like it so much? Uh, it's a whole men in suits, but it's like men in a latex suit. So it's yeah. like even better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I, I like it. I think the color suits him and it's just very, I don't know. Suave. Suave. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And debonair. Yeah. So that's my favorite of yours. Any other favorites? What, what about more sort of play oriented? I like him in a sleep sack. Does that count? Uh, that's definitely an outfit. <laughs> okay. yeah, or a straight jacket. That's also good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, Nefwi, what, uh, what are your, just well, give us, tell us your top, like, three. Oh. I know, I'm putting you on the spot here. It's tough. To, it's a tough choice, I, right? I think one of the favorite outfits I have is the, one of the original outfits, which was the Inner Sanctum China Doll gown. Um, with clear stockings and long opera-length gloves. Mm -hmm. Just stunning. Absolutely yeah. stunning. Black and pewter. Yes. yes. Especially with the matching corset over the top as well to pull yeah. her in in all the right places. Yeah. What else? Oh, there's so many outfits. She does have a lot of outfits. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one set of pictures on Purple Wonder's profile, which I came up with the idea of the black cat suit with the blue and white house of harlot nurses dress over the top mm -hmm. sort of multi-layering i think i call that one outfit that's pretty special yeah certainly raises my temperature by a notch or two yeah <laughs> um and probably the um the outfit she's recently worn to be photographed by james alexander which is the black spanking skirt and the white mm -hmm. sort of rustle shirt uh, top with hood right it's very um mistressy yeah it's a great it's a great ensemble <laughs> yeah that, that well i have to I had a quite a few compliments when we went to tg valentine's and i wore that i think everyone was impressed with how i'd put kind of everything together i like to accessorize yes and it isn't an outfit unless i've got kind of gloves and hood and tie and well, in that case, a tie and stockings. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you make quite a few of your accessories, don't you? <laughs> I've only just started. Um, I try to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mainly just little things. Um, gauntlets, hair, flower, mm -hmm. thing. Um, what else have I made? Knickers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what was the other thing that I made? I'm trying to think now. Yeah. Well, we we certainly were blessed, uh, to, you know, the other day to receive some amazing outfits, uh, an outfit from you. So uh, we appreciate your skill. <laughs> That's okay. I'll make you a matching phone at some point. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, like you said, you'd ha I just have to put the same one on just the other way around. Yeah, the target <laughs> front. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to be parting the uh, parting the package. That's not good. <laughs> Uh, so what are your what are your favorite parts of wearing latex what's the, the the best part in your opinion mine is probably i like the way that it kind of heightens the, the senses mm -hmm. um because obviously it's got quite a distinctive smell mm -hmm. it heightens that sense the fact that it's so tight and close fit into the body 
when when someone touches you over the top or for example runs an ice cube over you when you're when you've got it next to your skin again it kind of heightens that sense um the sound it makes when you move and just the look of it in general you know it kind of I don't know I think it's one of those contrary to what a lot of people believe it's a fabric that I think a lot of people can wear of all different body shapes yeah um you know some people would turn around and go oh no I bet that wouldn't look very good on someone who's slightly larger built um but actually I find a lot of the time that even kind of the curviest of women can wear latex and look really really good in it because it will just hug all the right places mm -hmm. so that's yeah. that's my favorite part to it yeah and especially if it's if it's well made and, and actually tailored not just sort of like a bolded piece yeah yeah I think a lot of um, people's first exposure to latex is sort of in a sex shop where they have the you know the, the rubber wear sort of you know off-the-shelf black molded pieces that you know, like the the bra or the shorts or something like that, and they're just they're just not they just don't fit well, you know. Yeah, half the boob falls out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, or even like hoods and stuff. They're just too big, and you you try them on, and you just look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but it probably so. still feels good to them. Yeah, for for someone who's sort of you know maybe curious about it and just wants to do it in private, it probably you know feels great. But if you actually want to go out into the the world of fetish and look like you actually belong there. You need definitely need to, to buy some more expensive stuff mm. and it's more expensive because it's, you know, actually designed to fit a human head or a body. Yeah. So. Thank heavens for eBay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks. Thank the internet period. <laughs> so what about you, Nafwi? What's, what's your favorite part? Very difficult to pick one. Yeah. Part. It's the whole package for me. If I had to pick anything, it'd probably be the how tight it is. Mm -hmm. um, certainly in terms of sort of latex and rubber bondage, the tighter it is, the better. Mm -hmm. And the, the way it feels against your skin when it holds, and yeah. certainly when it gets warm and starts to get tacky, and just love that feeling. Yeah, I I read once that uh, wearing latex after a while, you start to sweat inside it, and it it turns your body into uh, just a big lubricating erogenous zone <laughs> how do you like that i think that's pretty accurate yeah totally yeah i mean and obviously you know the the more coverage the better right uh absolutely yeah to all the way yeah yeah and what about what's your what's your least favorite part because there's always a downside right cleaning, cleaning it, it. <laughs> the latex hangover i just yeah. finally washed a whole bunch of rubber that was a week and a half sitting under the cupboard in the bathroom. You know, I just finally got around to it. So how do you how do you clean it? What do you do? <laughs> I leave I leave it to Purple Wonder. What's your secret? Um, I generally will run a bath full of water. Yeah. And stick it all in there. Um, kind of give it a swish around. Um. And then, I mean, it's it's easier now that I've vivi shined a lot of stuff because you kind of, you don't really necessarily need to like dry it anymore because it, it's vivi shine, all the water droplets kind of just drip off if you give it a shake. Right. Um, but yeah, and then take it out of the bath and just kind of hang it up and, and let it dry. Right. But yeah, it's a pain in the ass cleaning. I hate it. it absolutely is. Yeah, I, I do the same thing, fill up the bath. I use some, just a little bit of... Uh, uh, sort of envir environmentally friendly um, dish soap 
and just kind of swish it around because I think one of the one of the things that cleaning it is besides you know making it sanitary um, is to get the oils from your body off it because oil does break down latex over time oh yeah so, we know about uh, that <laughs> yeah but if it's covered i mean our, you know our clothes are pretty much totally covered in silicone lube anyway so you, you can't even wash them if you tried so i guess just getting the salt and the sweat off i really is the the biggest issue yeah so yeah and then you just drip dry it and how do you store it um well, we've pretty much got a wardrobe for it we, we don't have a wardrobe we have a gym closet yeah yeah <laughs> My, most of my stuff is kind of hung up, um, apart from like the small things like gloves and stuff they're put in obviously a drawer, but all the kind of dresses, trousers, tops are generally hung up and they're covered over with like a, um, like a black bin bag to kind of stop the light getting to it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's my secret. So this question is for, for you, Purple Wonder. And uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal for uh, a lot of men and, and women as well. Um, and it's regarding your experience with wearing hoods mm -hmm. and um, wondering what, what was your sort of introduction to them like and your experience so far? And do you have any advice for women who are not so sure about them? Okay. Um, hoods, gas masks, kind of anything on my face originally. I remember Nafwi originally saying, would you like to try a gas mask? And I was like, no, I don't want to try one of those. I'd look like an alien. I'd look weird. Um, and I think I'd look quite ugly. Um, but I kind of have this theory that you should always try something once. Because if you, if you do think it, or if you, if you think it's not going to be that great, it might actually turn out really well. Mm. Um, so I did try it. And oh my God, I loved it. So to start off with, I tried a gas mask first. So it was kind of like my face was covered, but the rest of my head wasn't. Right. Um, tried that and loved it. Loved the sensation and and things. Um, mm -hmm. And then kind of I tried tried a hood. Um, I think I tried like a like a butterfly hood first. Um, a butterfly hood. Yeah. So like it's like a normal hood, I and mean, then it's got like two flaps that zip up over the face. Oh, right. Um, tried that, and again, but it, it's a totally different sensation, and and. It was quite funny when I went and did that that photo shoot with James Alexander not not so long ago. He actually said because I did all my pictures without a hood on first, and when I went and put the hood on and then came back out again, he was like, "Your whole attitude has changed. You've become a lot more confident, a lot more sexier." Um, he said it's really nice to see. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's quite a big thing because I don't like showing my face in my photos, and I think. When I, as soon as I put a hood on, I just become almost like an alter ego, mm -hmm. and I just prefer it. It's, I think it enhances all my best features, which are my eyes and my lips, mm -hmm. um, and I, I just think they can be really, really beautiful. And there's so many different styles as well. I mean, if you don't like your full face being covered, there's open hoods. You know, if you, you know, you just want your eyes showing, you can get hoods that just show your eyes. You can get all different colors, all different trims, all different hairstyles. If you want a ponytail, you can have that. You know, yeah. the list goes on and on and on. So, um, yeah, I, I just think give it a go. I think yeah. even if you, even if you don't want to, give it a go because you never know, you might love it. You never know, you might love it. Yeah. So, do you, when you guys play in private, do you wear a hood often or half the time? How often? 
you've worn a hood quite a bit kind of when we played like when i've put you in your sleep sack i often either put a hood on you or a gas mask or at least a blindfold um i think it's all kind of that sensory deprivation mm -hmm. kind of thing um, i have a favorite hood yeah and which very, one is that very tight mr s um inflatable hood oh cool there's no zip on the back, so you have to slide it on, but you get an even pressure all the way around, and you can pump it up really tight. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, Mr. S makes some, uh, they have some great stuff. We were, had the pleasure of, uh, we went to uh, San Francisco on our honeymoon, and that was one of the shops that we visited, and it, uh, when you walk in there, it's quite, quite the sight. <laughs> I could have dropped, ugh. So much. You should money. try. You should try taking someone who's vanilla in there. I did oh, that. Oh man! Oh really? <laughs> attack. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. When we when we got in there, there was um, a few uh, men that were sort of testing out stuff, and they're yeah. all just walking around half naked, you know, totally buff, tanned. <laughs> I just, I was like, I'll just be in the women's section. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, it's yeah. great. Is it? I, I went in 2006 and I could have spent a whole day in that shop. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. So um, this is sort of more more on the, the personal side. Um, has there ever ever been any conflict between your, you know, your public lives and your private fetish lives? And are you concerned ever about sort of being exposed as, quote, you know, perverts? I think... We generally keep it quite separate, don't we? Um, we, we? We keep it separate from our family. Our family. Um, my nickname at work um, has evolved over the years and is now simply The Gimp. <laughs> um, that's my, my work nickname. Everybody has an inkling and therefore I get... It's gone from the deviant to the sexual deviant to just The Gimp now. Right. Um, and I, I think people pretty much have an idea. I don't think they have too much of an idea, but they, they have a, a general idea. Mm -hmm. As I get older, do I really care if I'm exposed? Not really anymore. Yeah. I, I still keep it separate because I choose to keep it separate because I like to have my work-life balance. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to have those two entities kept separate. But if I was exposed, do I really care? Not really anymore. Yeah. And I... I mean, I would imagine that, you know, I'm, I'm doing this podcast from Canada and, and uh, you know, which is fairly liberal. But, uh, you know, down in the States, it's, you know, there are a lot of very conservative areas. And I would imagine that in the UK, the, the, the whole attitude towards kink and that sort of thing is probably a, a lot more favorable. Would you say that? I don't know. I think it just all depends on your background. Like me, I... You know, to me, I'm again like like what Nafri said. Um, some of my work colleagues kind of know kind of what I'm into and and things. But I think if my family knew, it would be a bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I I, I kind of like to keep it separate. Um, I remember my mum once found a latex fong and nearly died. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had hard 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 job kind of explaining that one I ended up saying I'd been to a fancy dress party and went as Lady Gaga but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I don't know yeah, yeah. Is... I think it is generally a bit more accepted over here than other places but yeah. still think it's a little bit of a taboo yeah 
what's you know I've always found it just so I don't know hypocritical or silly that that you know here's this thing and you're you're, you're just simply dressing in a different way with sort of you know a, a non-traditional fabric and there's there's no nudity there's no sex it's not porn you're simply wearing clothing made out of latex and it's just in, in some people's opinion I mean you're just so deviant that you should be in jail you know yeah yeah I'm, I'm hoping that you know attitudes do eventually change and I think they will but it's kind of I don't know I mean part of the appeal I think for a lot of fetishists is that it is sort of taboo would you say it's, it's naughty yeah yeah which is exciting and and um you know if that's sort of something that you enjoy then you know all the power to you so let's let's just put it as everyone loves what they shouldn't as such yeah. it's like fast food it's you know it's bad for you but you love it and you still go and have it yeah. even it's bad for you. too much of it mm. yeah <laughs> totally and again we come back to latex and how it sucks you in in all the right places yeah quite. <laughs> so um so how um how was uh, latex fetishism and and kinky play sort of affected your sex lives and how how often do you incorporate it when you when you have sex always <laughs> yeah i have to say there's always a little kind of element to it sometimes you know sometimes we'll we'll kind of have more vanilla-ish sex but there'll still be an element of kink in there mm -hmm. uh, I, more often than not i'll just grab the nipple clamps out and start yanking but yeah. um yeah, I think there's always an element in there. So, uh, yeah. It's difficult to go back. Um, I, I find it very difficult to to go back because I get so much of a, a thrill and a buzz out of it that, for want of a better word, it doesn't really compare anymore. Yeah. I still yeah. enjoy it, but given the choice, I know which I prefer. Yeah, exactly. It goes, it goes back to the whole, you know, chocolate fudge ice cream <laughs> with chocolate sauce on top i sometimes say i wish i could go back to sort of 18 years of age again so i could experience it all again for the first time because it's been mm -hmm. such a ride but yeah. it would be nice to experience it all again for the first time yeah yeah that sort of initial excitement when you first start to discover it and you get your first you know like say you get your first cat suit or something like that's a pretty it's a pretty momentous day in the life of a of a fetishist because you've you've finally sort of achieved your goal, you know the the common goal of most fetishists, which is to cover your entire body in this material. So yeah, I've I've still got mine somewhere. My first cat suit. Oh wow! I'm not sure it'll still fit, but I'm sure it's there somewhere. Yeah, I've managed to blow up two. My first two are dead, so I'm just in the process of ordering a third, and I'm pretty pretty stoked about it. So. So what are your so when you do play, um, what are your what are your favorite things to do to each other, both when you're being the dominant and the submissive? Well, I know Purple Wonder she loves her back bed, so if I'm being the dominant one, I will just slide her in and just seal her away, mm -hmm. let her relax. Yeah, and then accost her with a Hitachi. <laughs> I tell you what, the back bed is something that could if if. Nathan didn't, Lord, and if we didn't do anything to me while I was in it, I probably would fall asleep because I find it 
that sounds really bad but i find oh, it so relaxing yeah. yeah yeah it's absolutely relaxing so what about um what, what's your favorite thing to do to nafui when you're on top um let me think absolutely i do like the old nickel clamps mm -hmm. they, they're a good invention and aerostick yeah yeah That's why do you, why do you like it so much uh, the Aerostack is on totally in control. And the best one, the best setting on it is voice control. Ah. You can say, for example, not say anything and just get, I don't know, a yank of the nipple chain, enough to make him make a noise, and then he ends up shocking himself. Ah, yes. It's kind of a vicious circle because he keeps yeah. saying, ow, 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 and it just kind of hurts more and more. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. self-punishment, and it's kind of self-control because then he's got to learn to... Yeah. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah, the old predicament bondage. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. So, any any other favorite activities? A <laughs> uh, pallet rat. Where, yeah, pallet rat. Where do you where do you start? And where do you draw the line? So many things: hog ties, pallet rat. Yeah. Do you have a special room that you do this in, or is sort of wherever in the house? Um. Mainly in the bedroom, but yeah. we've done it other areas. M mainly in the bedroom because the the the, to the toy chest is there. We we have a a six six drawer chest of drawers full of toys. Nice. So they're just there to hand, and yeah, it's easy to grab and keep adding things. Right. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, a cupboard that's full and a couple drawers of stuff. So at at some point when we do. You know, move into our own place. I'm definitely gonna try to build some kind of, maybe not a not a room, but definitely like a. Gym uh, closet. Yeah, to exactly. You know that you can just put under lock and key and, and just you know lie when people ask you what's in there. <laughs> like, oh, that's where the hot water tank is kept. You know, we keep it. People ste steal hot water tanks around here, so we have to like put five padlocks in the door and. <laughs> <laughs> and bar it and, and soundproof it yeah and soundproof it because it's really noisy yeah <laughs> yeah so so do you guys have any plans for your photography other than sort of private play or going to events and sharing pics with friends I'd love to be like a full time fetish model I would mm -hmm. I think that would be like one of the best jobs in the world it's like um, I don't know it would just be fun to be able to kind of just try on loads of different designers and, and latex all day long i don't know if it end up being boring and it might end up taking its kind of i don't know the, the specialness away from it um but i'd love to do it like full time but it's just not an option um but i'd like to do a few more photo shoots like with other people and certainly a few more kind of more bondage photo shoots mm -hmm. Like I'd love to do kind of girl on girl stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be just terrible. <laughs> the willing volunteer. Can you think of anybody? Oh, I can think of, uh, yep. <laughs> Definitely more on that later. <laughs> so what about you, Nifwi? Did you, you know, do you plan on like building a, your own website and that sort of thing? Or is it just more of a sort of a, a hobby right now? It's fun and hobby for me. Um, yeah. we've got so much else going on in our lives at the moment that I just don't have the time to start writing websites. Um, I wrote a couple of websites 
five or six years ago, just vanilla websites for car clubs and stuff. And they're just so time consuming setting them up that I just don't have that time. I'd love to, but it's not at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that completely. So, so what's the uh, best way to find, find your photography and follow your, your journey? Fet life. Fet life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fet yeah. life. So if people do a search for Purple Wonder on FetLife, they'll be able to find your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about any other websites that you that you're on that you want to mention or? Rubber Pal. Gotcha. Same same username. Uh yeah, same username. Cool. Gotcha. What What do you like about FetLife? What's the What's the best part? Do you think? Friendliness. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, it's just going to say it's sort of, it's definitely, it's the opposite of a, of a dating site or a meat market. It's, it's very much more of the social, the social part of it. People just seem so much more sincere. There's not so many wanky men on there. Mm -hmm. And that's something I really do detest when people send purple wonder messages saying, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, hang on a minute. Sorry, she's got another half and that's me. Yeah. She's not yeah. a piece of meat. How about you write to her with some respect? Whereas on FetLife, things just seem to be so much more sincere and more mature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It might be a big, big, bit bold red letters on my profile. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, if, the only way you could possibly not see that is if you're either, you know, you can't read or you're just, so horny that you don't even care maybe <laughs> i don't know yeah. so 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 the final question uh when are you going to come here and be prima's latex wife <laughs> <laughs> she anytime. wanted me to ask you that one anytime she wants baby <laughs> oh, okay. hopefully soon yeah totally as soon as we find the money for flights we're there yeah excellent yeah like i say we have uh we have Multiple rooms. You're you're more than welcome. <laughs> you just need a gym closet. Yeah, you need to yeah. get a gym closet. Right. Well, I will build one if that's the case. <laughs> so, cool. Well, I, I, I'll let you get back to whatever you're doing. I'm sure it was important. <laughs> and I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to talk with me. So, that's um, okay. Yeah, I'm sure people will be very curious to put a voice and a personality to the photos and and i wish you guys both uh both well and fun in your journey thank you very much thank you all right take care bye, -bye. bye. many thanks again to purple wonder and nafwi for their time and friendship the prima fetishista and i wish you both all the joy and happiness in the world as well as all the fetish clothing you can handle come visit us if you have any feedback on this podcast or would like to suggest a topic, please send an email to podcast at fetishdynasty.com. If you know of any events happening in your area and would like them broadcast, please pass along the info. If the event is not passed by the time the podcast is released, I'll be sure to make mention of it. Thanks again for listening, and best of the season to all of you. May your latex fit like a dream, and may your dreams be of latex. So long, you bunch of perverts.